Yo, it's your boy Jesse Munro back with another episode of Story Mode, a video game podcast. On the show this week, Sam and I are joined by our good friend Joel from Dialogue Options to discuss the cat game, aka Stray, the skate game, aka Skate, and all the Marvel news you can use. If you want more of us, be sure to follow us on all the socials at Story Mode AUS. Now let's start the show. It was just the hops that they put in it that makes it taste like that. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> there it was great. I like a bourbony beer, which is such a weird thing to say. I know, yeah. Nowadays. Question without notice. If you had to make a craft beer, what's, what sort of pun name are you naming it? Simon. Mm. Oh. Challenge. Video, it has to be video game themed. Okay. Um, shit. Uh, come back to me. I can't think. Joel. Down the Joel hole. Shit, we've given him... T- we've made him too powerful. He's too powerful. Join him! <laughs> <laughs> we've, made him, we've made him too powerful, Jesse. We've created a monster. Because <laughs> of the hole that fucks back. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've... I'm not proud of any of these jokes. That's what I'll call my beer, the hole that fucks back. I was trying to think of like that's the best I can come up with. Like I was like trying to think how I could incorporate it, but like yeah, I can't can't think of uh, maybe maybe making a video game theme is a little bit hard because the option I had my that came to my head is um, Ahab. Sorry, sorry, yeah, Ahab. All hops are bastards. Right. Tops, yep. get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's good. Or oh, about- a Chris Chris Farley tribute one called Chris Barley. That's nothing. Uh, hey, what about unbarted? Um, like bar as? I'll give it that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow. Yeah. Wait, wait, did you say barted or unbarted? Like unbarted, in, in video. like uncharted, unbar- like uncharted, but with a bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to go for video games. So it's the best I got. I don't know. Maybe like Brew Raider. It's the first thing that comes into my head. I like Brew Raider. Yeah, it's all right. I like could that it's like a brewery brew attack. Name. Yeah, it could, attack. could also be really nice teas. When we need like a story mode beer. Or coffee. We need like a story mode alcohol. We do. We don't have that. I tried to make story mode into this thing and all I came up with glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> story hole. Joel, Joel, glory hole. There we go. <laughs> um... Offering your services now. On you, our say podcast, three, you, you say that three times into a mirror, you come. <laughs> I've had and that is this seven is, minutes this is why I don't, seconds, and we started talking about semen. <laughs> this is why I don't have uh, <laughs> energy drinks of any description before I do something like I'm this. Gonna, I'm going to say this why I don't have any shine. I'm like, what, what, an, what an odd thing oh, to boy. say. Oh, boy. This boy. is why I don't shine anymore. <clears throat> oh, my head. I oh, pol- this alcohol will surely help. I apologize for the chaotic energy <laughs> that has been brought to the table. Do not apologize. I think we need more chaotic energy in this world. It's too <laughs> calm. Everything's too normal and safe and good. Exactly. Yeah. There's too many good I things just, going I just on. Say, let's fucking go. Too okay, many good well, things going on. It's, I'm wearing my good thing shirt. It's fine. <laughs> that, was, that was a good, good plug for that festival. Friend of the show, good things. Um, though you brought up. Chaos, and I'm going to use it as a very strange way to suck it into things. Oh, God, here we go. Because. Nah, that doesn't work. Nah, that was a false start. I really love that. Right. Never else. mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even planning to actually get into things there, there because we normally talk shit for a lot longer than this. Right. Yeah. Before yeah. the episode starts. 
I have a feeling Ooh. I knew where you were going with that <laughs> and why you're going to go you down like the Final Fantasy. No, God, no, no. And then. I, Simon, you know me well enough. I try and direct all conversation away from Final Fantasy, even when we did the Final <laughs> Fantasy episode. I'm like, no, let's talk about fucking Kingdom Hearts. Wait, Kingdom Hearts is. <laughs> That's not very far, is it? It's no, not, okay. it's not. That's Gran not. Turismo. I don't know. <laughs> it's not diverting the conversation. No, okay, there. so all right, this we, is what. Uh, let me let me let me show you how the sausage is made. Okay, and it's going to rule my puns again. You see the sausage get made. You don't want any sausages. Okay. I disagree. Sausages are pretty fucking delicious. I had sausages for dinner. I literally had sausages for dinner. So oh nice. Hey guys, yeah. actually, I'll go into the story after this because maybe that story will help us bring us to the episode. <laughs> This is why we talk shit. We have to find the episode, okay? We've got a block of marble, boys, and we've got to find the fucking statue inside. She's <laughs> a little um, No, so in my brain, I'm like, because you said chaotic, and then I'm like, oh, chaos. I was watching a video today on um, regarding Lord of the Rings and the difference between Sauron and Morgoth. For some reason in my head, I got that confused with the trailer for um, Sandman, uh, which looks incredible. It does look okay. very good. Um, and I forgot. That I, I thought that the the guy played by Boyd Holbrook is in Chaos, but he's he's like Nightmare or something like that. Oh, I haven't yeah. read the comic. I haven't either. So, see, there was something that I had something there. I was wrong. I've put it out on display. Kind of. I put it out to the world. <laughs> I I bore my soul. I mean, <laughs> speaking of trailers that I did not expect to like as much as I did, and has got me actually kind of excited at seeing the movie. Have you watched the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves trailer? Um, I haven't actually watched the trailer, but my mates and I have been looks, talking about it. So, I think one of the reasons that almost every trailer I saw over this weekend hit really well mm. is because they seem to know what they are. Yes. So, sometimes you get a, a movie, like a, especially a fantasy movie, that takes itself too seriously, and then us as an audience expect we take it seriously as well. So, it's like, okay, well... If you're going to be that serious in the film, we need to know the law. Everything exactly. needs to make sense. There needs to be some mm. sort of rhyme reason to everything. This doesn't do this. Do that. This is Guardians of the Galaxy, but a fantasy film. This and it, it is. It, it looks fun. It's not taking itself too seriously. So I'm just like, whatever. You can do whatever you want. I don't need explanations. I'm along for the ride. Chris Pine's in it as a uh, bard. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Is Hugh Grant in it? Yes, he is. Yeah. Hugh Grant's in it. Michelle Hugh Rodrigo Grant. is in it. Like, yeah. It looks really good. Yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised. It encapsulates, it really does encapsulate what it's like to sit at a table and like the stupid things that you come up with while you're you're playing, like like playing a tabletop RPG. I've still never played D&D. You need to change that. So this is something. Um, After watching the first episode of the new season of Stranger Things, I was like, oh, I'm really pumped to play some D&D. And I've recently started playing some D&D recently with my group. I've also been getting my partner involved. So she's learning the ropes as we go. Um, and so far, we're having a pretty good time. We are about to do like a, a one shot, really, um, based on the Strixhaven campaign. Um, nice. So it's a sub thing of that. And yeah, it looks really fucking cool because it's called The Bar That Crawls and every... <laughs> so you're supposed to go to five different bars. Uh, apparently no one's ever actually done all five bars. In universe, this is, Jesse. Don't look... Don't look at me like you go, oh, that's pissy. No, no, no. I'm do genuinely... That <laughs> on a day D&D off. is one of those things that I, I've 
I have nothing but for but respect for people who are able to organize that many people to do something on one night. Mm-hmm. Especially one, one of them three is or me. four of us in the podcast hard enough. Yes, <laughs> yes mm-hmm. I know Simon. Um, I. <laughs> we're well aware of that fact. <laughs> love me. But I love the story. The fact that like, I think from the outside you think of D&D as like you know, this big epic fancy quest to kill a dragon and get the crystal and save the princess and all that type of shit. But it can be really mundane dumb it's, fun things yeah. in universe and yeah. i think going on a bar crawl yes yes it's, especially because yeah. if i was to do it i'll be incorporating a lot of drinking into it well yeah that's the thing every bar has its own specific themed cocktail which will probably be made for us um oh, beautiful and i'm very very keen so i'm gonna park at my friend's house that the night of oh. and then we're gonna uber to our dm's house and then Nice. Get we get nice and turn for a friends for a friends box party that we organize that I organized because I was best man for it. We um he's our DM, so um and we came up with a loose theming like a D and D theme, and it was actually my wife came up with the idea, and we sort of ran with it. My wife, my wife, um, <laughs> my wife. Hundred twenty five episodes, and I finally pulled the first Borat quote. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't <laughs> Fuck, what year is it? <laughs> I think your hair was asking that question earlier. Oh, no. Well, it's, yeah, so we, we had this um with the idea where we came up with a list of 20 drinks and we assigned them to the numbers 1 to, to 20. A, to a D20. And then, yeah. And then, yeah. So, but then what we did is we also had a D8 because it was about, I think there was eight of us uh, and then nine, including my, our, our mate who was the buck. And so we had a D8 as well, and we each had our own personal number. So every time we stopped somewhere that we could get a drink, he had to roll um, a D20 and a D8. And so the D8 was who he had to drink with, and then the D20 was what the drink was. So That is so that good. Is gorgeous. I, yeah, love, I that. love that. So a 20, like a 20, which is like a critical success, was a shot of water. Because nice. it was like, nothing, you, you're safe. Uh, one yeah. was a shot of absinthe. Oh. I think it was absence we did for, for number one. Um, and then we had varying degrees in between there of like fruity cocktail drinks and shots and beers and whatnot as well. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the first the first one he rolled was a natural 20 and he had to do a shot of water. We're like, nah, doesn't count. Do it again. Doesn't count. <laughs> no. That becomes a rule. Yeah. That should become like a rule like five stages in, five rolls in. Yeah. Prior to that, it's absence as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're just like, no, we're not starting this off with a shot of water. Get get out of here. Um, now, look, we were speaking about movie trailers. Before we actually get into our main topics, I want to bring up a movie that I saw. I, I watched a few things over the weekend. Um, let's start off with the bad. I watched Black Phone and I thought it was garbage. Really? Everyone says even, everyone is saying good it's good. Things. It should be good. It is just... Very disappointing. Oh, yeah, I hadn't even heard of few it. People didn't like it. You I hadn't it? even heard of it until you tweeted about the tra- it. The trailer's like, really good. It's got Ethan Hawke in it. He wears a, wears a mask and there's a black phone in it. If I say anything more, I'll give it away. Yeah. But, um, I know like basic the, premises and it's, yeah, it's interesting. I'm like, that sounds really cool, but. But what I'm very much getting into, and it's taken me a lot of false starts because I, was, I watched a few episodes, didn't like it, went to sleep, got lost, did it. I'm hooked on Umbrella Academy right now. I've just started season three. I've just started season three. It is... Season two is so goddamn clever. Really? I am in love with this show 
between like I, I, I'm watching that, I'm watching Better Call Saul, which is the greatest show I've ever made. I'm eating well TV wise right now. See, uh, I I just finished Stranger Things season four. Um, I would honestly rate that pretty highly. I know I know there seems to be I, quite I think, a major exception. Season. Yep, I I, 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 think, I, I think agree too. I honestly I'm. I don't, it could be recency bias, so I, I need to go back yeah, and watch the old ones. But the kids can act I, now. Yeah, it's, I don't know if I agree with you about it being the best, but I'm. I can't argue that point at the same time. I'm like, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, it's like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> I, I walk around uh, the house just singing Kate Bush now. I mean, I I do love that song and I love how it's used in the show, but that's not the song yeah. that comes to my mind when I think about Stranger Things season four, baby. Mm, yeah. My boy Eddie, hey, Chrissy. Oh god, that scene was so badass. The god, that was so fucking so good. Fucking but, good. But, all right, let's not talk too much because some people who hasn't watched it—if you haven't watched Stranger Things—grow up. Um, <laughs> grow up and then watch it. It's really well, let's good. Let's talk about. We'll talk about a few movies that we've seen, a few TV shows that we've seen, a few trailers that just came out. A bunch of other trailers came out during this weekend's San Diego Comic Con. We're going to focus on a certain, a certain hall there, Hall H, the infamous. Well, yeah, infamous. Fuck it, infamous Hall H. Where Disney flops out their twenty foot long Marvel penis and everyone gasps in awe. Um, this was a hell of a presentation they showed this year, where they revealed Phase Five and Phase Six. And yes, I know we're a video game podcast, but let us be a little bit nasty with this one and talk about some movies. Heck yeah! Because like some of these will get turned into video games, so that's our probably Hopefully. that's our connection there. They'll be coming to Marvel's The Avengers if that's still a thing. <laughs> God, I hope not. Let's start off. <laughs> First off, they have changed what Phase 4 and Phase 5 are meant to be. Phase 4 was meant to go for a lot longer. They've realized it's shit. Joel, we'll get to that in a moment. And they're ending it this November with Wakanda Forever, the first Black Panther film um, since uh, Chadwick Boseman sadly passed away. This is the best trailer I've ever seen Marvel release. Holy shit, we see goddamn... Okay, there is a funeral scene which I will legitimately weep at because it looks beautiful. Mm. The music in this trailer mm-hmm. is badass. It's um, a cover of Bob Marley's oh, uh, the fucking, They Woman No Cry. The music and, is so good. Uh, yeah. Kendrick... Oh, I, there's a Kendrick Lamar song and they've cut it's them together. All, it all right by Kendrick Lamar. And it's all right, yeah. It's so good. It's so well. It is done. That is done like, so smoothly. Marvel... F- Trailers are so paint by numbers usually, and they're mm. really boring. Um, same with like their movie posters; they're just they're like yeah. they're the formula. We all know it. Uh, whatever. This doesn't get way too much. I don't even know who the main villain is. I know that uh, Namor, which is Marvel's Aquaman, is going to be in it, and he looks pretty cool. Like he's got like two yeah. big whales. At the end, we see that somebody else has picked up the Black Panther mantle. It could be Shuri. I hope it isn't. Yeah, I really want Okoye. Uh, did I agree? Oh, yeah. oh my god! If it's her, oh, I, I would be, be one of those wankers in the cinema that claps. Uh, I'll be <laughs> that person. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I want that too. And especially considering that Letitia Wright, Letitia Wright, I think is the, the yeah, actress yeah, who plays. Um, like Letitia wrong when it comes to COVID. Absolutely. Uh, vaccines, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, hundred percent. That's what I wanted, but fuck her. Yeah, that's why. Because uh, like Simple. prior to that, I was like, hell yeah, I'm I'm down for that. She's great. She was so good in Black Panther. I really enjoyed her character. Um, and then she turned out to be a bit of an idiot. So I was like, oh, yeah. right, cool. I'm going to make a big call here. I think there's a chance that we get uh, Michael B. Jordan back. I've seen a lot of people talking about that. And I I think that works. Am- I think he, he would. Because 
Black Ooh. Panther is one of those, those films where you watch it and the villain's right. Yeah. Very much right. He's 100% correct. Yep. Um, the other thing is too- The way he goes about things, maybe not, yeah. but if we could bring him back because like, I, I know- I, I just think that would work. I'm not sure how they would do it, and I know there's no. I'm not sure there's any sort of comic book law. I don't not that a um, well across even, Black even Panther the movies, stuff. Like even within the the movie, like the the suit that Killmonger wears, the Black Panther suit has gold trimmings on it. Mm. It's got like yellowy gold trimmings. If you remember, I'm pretty oh, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And yeah, it was right. like the gold versus the purple of of uh, Chadwick Bo- Chadwick Boseman. And we have like a thousand films to go through here, but right. I just wanted to stop on one real quick point here. Phase four sucks. Nah, Phase four is fucking shit house. I'm trying to think of the highlights of Phase four, and so full spoilers can... for Phase four Marvel films here, except for the recent stuff. We'll be a little bit lenient with that. Yeah, because I, I still haven't watched Thor yet. Yes, yeah, so we, we won't mention any details about any of these. Any Gets films a bad rap. I'll say that. Year. I'll say that. Gets a bad rap, Thor Love and Thunder. I think, I think it's fucking great. <laughs> I, get, off, I get off the show. Fucking the show. Loved You're in it. my house right now, Joel. Okay. Oh, uh, this is the hill I will die on. Fight, like, fight, 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 this is fight, the, the fight, hill I'll kill fight, you on. <laughs> I thought Multiverse of Madness was going to be the worst film in um, Phase 4. No. No. Look, you, maybe we need to do a full spoiler. We'll do like a full spoiler kind of thing. Maybe we'll do like a bonus episode and we'll debrief. Love that. But um, look, the TV shows have been okay. Miss Marvel has been the standout of Phase 4. And I think it's actually a, a standout of Marvel. Miss uh, mm-hmm. Marvel is so much goddamn fun. The shows have been okay. Like Loki got really good. I didn't love it at the start, but Loki got pretty good. Loved Loki. Um, One Division was amazing, especially Wonder like Vi- the, being in the zeitgeist of it. I adored that. That was so fun. Week to I week. didn't love the ending because it came, it became too Marvel. Yeah. The the general conceit of the first like three four episodes, top tier. So good. Um, uh, Bucky and the Winter Soldier, it was fun. It was fun. Sorry, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, whatever yeah. it was called. Long name. <laughs> It was Falcon fine. and the Winter Soldier, wasn't it? Ah, uh, there was another Falcon one. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Hawkeye? Whatever, sure. But I liked then, Hawkeye. Okay. Hawkeye was fun. I, Hawkeye was fun. I it had wasn't a as good bad. time I, I don't like. Hawkeye. I don't like Jeremy Renner, but it was... Yeah. It was fine. Like It was actually yeah. probably more fun I, than I expected it to be. I do like Hayley Steinfeld, episode. so... She's fantastic. Amazing. And then when the movies... We had Black Widow, which I actually had a lot of fun. I, didn't I still Widow. haven't... I haven't seen that. It could it's not still. bad. I think it's a lot good. of people don't like it because like oh, she doesn't have any powers. Yada, yada. I'm like, it's, no, it no, no, that's fun action flick. I think, I think in my case, it was just one of those things that because of when it came out, it was because that peak was COVID. Peak COVID, no cinemas, it, and obviously it went from cinema showings to just online and the horrible Disney Plus extra yeah, monetization wasn't, model wasn't great. Like, yeah, it was just one of those things that I'm like, oh, I will wait, and then I just sort of. Never got round to it. Yeah. Um, um, but Spider Man was pretty damn good. Spider Man had a lot of high points, but I think if you take out the nostalgia factor of it, it kind of was a mess. It was a very fun mess. I liked it a lot. It was. But it it was, was a fun mess. It was absolutely a mess, but God, yeah. oh, I just, it was the, and being in the sit, like a cinema full of people um, yeah. and just all reacting at that, like, just from the get go. When a certain was, lawyer showed mm-hmm. up. Yep. Everyone yeah. fucking cheered, and I, yeah. I like audibly gasped because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in well, love with Charlie Cox, and, and hey, he's coming back. Well, we, let's let's get into that. So they've changed up what phase 
four phase four was meant to be a few more films they're like nah that was we fucked up phase five starts next year with ant-man and the wasp quantum mania uh, we know this is coming out february 17th next year we're going to have kang as a villain modok as a villain and the greatest villain of all bill murray in an unnamed, <laughs> unnamed role i don't know if bill murray is modok i'm going to lose my shit i think um but i this think they've be... announced who modok is gonna be oh have they I think I, I was listening to kind of funny do their like re like reactions to Twitter and stuff. It's not Pat Oswalt. I thought that too. Um, apparently it's going to be Corey Stoll who played the bad guy in Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think. Oh yeah. I've heard because that. He, that he goes to the quantum realm and he becomes Murdoch. Oh uh, yeah. Murdoch for like, everyone who doesn't know is just a big head. Yep. The big mm. head with little robot legs. Love Very, very fun. Um, like, yeah, the only uh, the only thing with a more fucked up body than him is Elon Musk. Did anyone see that that photo? Oh, what a weird <laughs> fucking picture! Holy shit! Yep, he looks like he's made of like no, just, no wonder no wonder he's hating on hormones so much because he's using so he's using fucking horse hormones. He hasn't clearly. like his body just hasn't learned to become a human yet. Anyway, it's neither has his brain or heart. Nope. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought we'd have a quick swipe at the richest man on earth. Yeah, um, fuck, him. <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, Agree. Yeah, that that would be really cool. Um, I think the most important thing about this film is it's going to introduce the big bad going forward, which is Kang. Kang was seen in Loki, um, but I saw somebody describe Phase Four as when you play a video game and you beat the last boss, and then you go to clear up some side missions. Mm. That's the feeling. There is no imminent threat. It's setting up. Okay, it's it's, set up. it's teaching us what the multiverse is, and I think we didn't actually need this much to learn what it is. It's pretty. Again, it's a basic concept for people like us who's sort of in that pop culture zeitgeist, and we absorb this type of information. So maybe for your um, sort of Johnny Johnny public out there, they didn't need a little bit more to explain it all in full. So whatever. But, but the intro- uh, introduction. Do you wanna, of if, you a, if you want a good explanation Ooh. on the multiverse, go watch Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's that's all you yeah, need. A film who that nailed it so well, and we're going to watch yep. it again this weekend. Me too. But I think but- it's Jonathan Majors as Kang, who we saw at the end of Loki, is fantastic. He's going to kill everyone with charm and charisma. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm in. He's already ripped my heart out with it. He, he's going to be a very a- different villain to Thanos, but I, I, I like this direction <sighs> a lot. See, and the, uh, the idea that he can be everywhere, like that's, that's the whole thing that was set up is like, he could be anyone everywhere at all times. Um, all at once. All, you at, all at once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Go watch the movie. It's incredible. Oh, I still so haven't seen it yet, but I know it's incredible. Oh, go so see good. the movie. It's incredible. I haven't seen it. It's yeah, so good. Simon. Go, go watch it and tell me how good it is and tell me what I'm missing out on. Go on, do it. You need to Simon, I won't, won't say too much because you've got some stuff on tomorrow. You need to watch that film tonight because you can't laugh for a while. Okay? Very good. Nice. Tonight. Shit. Very good. Or you, or you can't watch it. Forever. I'll ruin it for you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, rolling into our next film. I'll, I'll, I'll smash through a few of these. Secret Invasion, Spring 2023, coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, meant to be more of a thriller. Secret Invasion is like a really interesting story involving the... Um, oh, what are the Skrulls? The Skrulls. And apparently um, Samuel L. Jackson's pretty badass in the trailer that they showed at Hall H. Apparently the trailer he- felt very claustrophobic. And I, I like... I think when Marvel does run. like thrillers and stuff like that, like... Um, uh, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, please. This is yep. that. That's the type of shit I like. We got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, May fifth. Um, you know the trailer showing off there. Again, we hasn't come out public. Probably by the time this is 
podcast comes out, it will be out there and it'll make everything we're saying obsolete, which always fucking happens. There was a little bit from that trailer that leaked online. Ooh, I'm going to avoid that. I don't like it when you see it in like shit quality. It it was like five seconds and it already made me tear up. Oh, God damn it. They have said that this film is the end of this group of of Guardians. So we'll see what happens there. We also get, um, oh, what's the, the, the gold dude in it? Adam Warlock. Yeah, Adam Warlock, he's in it. So that'll be oh, right, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But we, we get to see, apparently, there's a baby rocket raccoon, and I'm very excited for that. Uh, mm. Loki Season 2, Summer 2023 on Disney+. Plus. We've also got Echo. Um, for those who watched Hawkeye, Hawkeye, they'll probably understand the whole Echo story and where that's going to go. That's also Summer next year. Then another movie, a movie that I'm very intrigued by, The Marvels. Um, I'm not going to give away the ending of Miss Marvel, but you can probably tell by the name Miss Marvel. She'll be somehow involved with this. That's coming out June, no, sorry, July 28 next year. The most interesting thing about this is there's a rumor going around that there's a lot of musical numbers in it, and people think, could this be Marvel's first musical? Oh because my they've god! And they've done a horror. They've done this and that. Miss Marvel had almost a musical number in it. it had a couple. Um, that like that wedding scene. Yeah, and, look, and then there going was the back one- to a show. That I, you know, just, I was just talking about Umbrella Academy. Season three starts up with a musical number, which is so fucking that fun. I made me to... chuckle. That got a solid laugh out of me. I need to get. Yeah, to I, I'm like this. I this really is this do. is what I'm into. I I like the idea. I have one worry about it. When mm. um Cat Marvel came out, um, Brie Larson got a lot of hate from absolute fucking Morlocks on the internet. I'm worried that if this film takes a real sharp left turn, becomes a musical, people will use that as a reason to hate. And that's just tiring. As someone who loves fun. Thor, Love and Thunder, I, I don't care. If I like it, I'm going to like it. And chances exactly. are, I'm going to fucking like it. So you're a, sane, you're a sane adult human being. Unfortunately, I'm the internet's not full of people like you, Joel. Um so it sucks that I want them to tone it down so the movie doesn't get hate, doesn't deserve. It sucks because I think this would be really, really fun. So look, when Marvel goes weird that, and takes a risk on things, that's when things usually pay off. As long as the they Guardians follow of the through. Have you seen, just to go off on a bit of tangent here, have you guys seen the show Legion? And I've no. watched the first few episodes of it. Okay. If yeah. you want weird superhero stuff, this leaves Marvel in the dust. It has one of the funnest, quote-unquote, boss fight I've ever seen. It's it's basically a musical number where they're launching, like, dr- like visions at each other, and they're, like, clashing in the air. It looks like an old, like, 80s music video. It's really, really cool. And there's a lot of musical <laughs> numbers in, in the show. All right. Um, so that's just, well, that's just my uh, suggestion. Then we've got Blade, November 3, 2023. Very excited for that. It's got Marisha Ali in it. Um, and I think there's rumor going around they're looking to get um, um, Anthony Starr in it. I've heard that as Dracula. From, uh, as, as Dracula, Anthony Starr being Homelander from The Incredible Bo- oh. The Boys. Um, and also, okay. sorry, Anthony Starr from Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Absolutely. Let's, let's play, yeah. <laughs> I can't respect you, okay? It's, seeing him as Homelander, though, has ruined him. As anything else but a villain character, really. As as awful as that sounds, he has like, and I'm sure he could do it and turn it around. But like, see him in that show where I was like, I was like, 
nah. Look, I'm still, I was still nervous. I'm on edge. I'm like, he did beat the shit out of a chef in Spain, like the actor. So look, Um, the villain thing, it fits. The shoe fits. He wears it well. Um, then next up we've got um Ironheart, which is fall twenty twenty three. We've got Riri, Riri Williams, who we see in the uh, Black Panther trailer. Knocking is out that her Captain Iron America? Heart? Sorry? She's like knocking out her Iron Heart mm. in yeah. the trailer. It's going to be a good time yeah. that. Um, oh, actually, sorry, I jumped in ahead. We've got one which I don't, I think, has been based on the uh, positive reception of uh, WandaVision. We've got Agatha, Coven of Chaos, uh, Winter 2023-24 on Disney+. Plus. Who knows what this is going to be, but Agatha Harkness was a super fun character. I, yep. I forget the actor who plays her. But she Catherine nails Hahn. it. Catherine yeah, Hahn is, is amazing. She's so funny. Um, I, I think the ending of WandaVision did both Scarlet Witch and Agatha dirty because it just became a typical Marvel, oh, big laser in the sky, laser battle, whatever. It was kind of yeah. boring. These two like bickering back and forth was really cool, so I hope we get a bit more of that type of dialogue. There were Captain America New World Order, May 3rd, 2024. Um, this will be the first Sam Wilson-led Captain America film, and I'm all for mm. it. It's yeah. gonna be fun. It's, yes. This is going to be cool. And I'm hoping it's a little bit dark, a little bit, a little bit serious. Um, so. Speaking of serious, Daredevil, Born Again, my boy, Charlie Cox, back, spring 2024, Disney Plus, 18 episodes. Yes, please. Holy shit. Yeah. Also, our friend, friend of the show, Vincent D'Onofrio, I'm still in that before kind of funny, Ken. Um, <laughs> it's going to be in it. I was worried at first, like, oh, they're going to tone it down. It's it's Disney, though. Though there won't be as much violence, and we won't get those amazing hall fights. But then I realized Daredevil's on Marvel, uh, on Disney Plus right now. They've got no problem showing it. Uh, and Why would they change the tone? They've also just added uh, Deadpool one and two and Logan as well. So they're like, Ooh, I haven't seen oh. Logan in a while. and there's okay, parental like- control restrictions now on the app you can actually enforce. So yeah, they've got yeah. no problems with it now. I, I'm I'm very, 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 very keen on that. Um, speaking of Daredevil, would be remiss to not mention the She-Hulk trailer. A lot of people bitched about the, the original She-Hulk trailer. I think it looked good. This trailer though has 100% sold me on it because they, they finally introduced the whole like fourth wall breaking. And it's not as over the top as Deadpool, which I found a little bit on the nose at times. This looks really subtle. Um, and at the end of the trailer, we also see that Charlie Cox will be in as Daredevil. So two lawyers luring it up. If those yep. two team up and it becomes like Boston Legal, sure, let's do it. <laughs> oh, God, I've, yes. I've got to say, though, I remember when the first trailer of She-Hulk dropped and the amount of just stupid comments... She's too but, big. She's too small. Why is she green? What sort of CGI yeah. is this? I wish she Hulk wasn't a woman. Like that's like, that's what they're essentially what they were saying. That's essentially what they were saying. Like, come on, guys, get a fucking grip. It's all right. We've said this about these other people before, but again, I just want to reiterate the point of shut the fuck up. Shut yeah, hundred percent. Um, and then I'm looking forward to it. It looks. Like, it'll be damn fun. Yep. This is a property that I don't know much about, but people who I know who are very much into Marvel were losing their goddamn shit about this. Phase 5 is ending with a film called Thunderbolts. Um, July 26, 2024. From what I understand, Thunderbolts is like a... I hate the term anti-hero because it's been ruined, so I'm just going to say villain. It's a villain Avengers. 
So it's probably going to be led by um, uh, Cap- uh, Zemo from Civil War. Um, we'll have, you know, in the, in the Disney film we've had, um, I forget the actress's name, for all intents and purposes, Elaine from Seinfeld. Julia um, Louis-Dreyfus. Yes, she's playing something Cortina Allegro Martinez Mamanimio. I can't, I, can't I can't pull Very that one. Name. I can't pull that one out. Like that's the one I can pull out. <laughs> Cortez, something Cortez. I don't know. Whatever it is, but you see her in like the end of um, Bucky and the Winter Soldier. Uh, she talks to evil squash face Captain America. Mm-hmm. She's getting all these like not quite villain villains, not like your super villains, but you're just bad dudes and ladies. Because mm-hmm. you're also probably gonna have um. Oh, oh God, John, struggling John, names. John, someone. I can't remember his name. Stamos. No, no, the uh, the character's name in in Captain uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about um, um Natalie's uh sister in Bl- Yelena. Uh, Yelena, uh, who just I, I love her, love her so much. So I think that could be a, a bit of bit of fun and take things into a very very interesting direction. Yeah. And then Phase Six, the multiverse saga. We saw sort of the lineup as they normally do. They show all the spots. And there's about eight films missing from Phase 6. But I think we can guess what a few of them will be. But it'll be starting off with Fantastic Four. I'm keen on this <sighs> for a few reasons. Because the casting rooms that are coming out lately are really good. I know everyone wants John Krasinski to play uh, Mr. Fantastic. We saw it. It was fun. But I don't think we need it. I, I-, I think he's probably a little bit too old. You can't really bank the, the next generation of Marvel films on him. I guess. The names I've been seeing thrown around is, I don't know his name, the dude from the show You on Netflix. Yeah, I did see that I haven't seen that, I don't really care about that. But um, for, what's Mrs. Fantastic's name? What's her name? Sue Storm? Sue Storm. Sue Storm, yeah. Um, Whoever plays Nancy Wheeler in Stranger Things? I should should know all these people's names. Oh, what's her name? Yeah, she's awesome. Natalie Byer? Dyer. Dyer? Dyer, yeah. Dyer? She's great. Like, yes. Not to give away anything from, not to give away anything from the ending of Stranger Things, but she is goddamn badass. And I'm going to say something very probably controversial here. But if they ever feel the need to reboot Alien, okay. Oh my god, yes, yeah, all right. The good, the Ripley vibes I got her off her with the curly hair and just like that she took control of the situation and she felt menacing. I, I I immediately thought of Ripley, and if they were to yes. do that, cast her, and I'm okay with it. Um, oh man, yes, that's a great call. Yeah, I have yeah, every, yeah, every every few episodes, 125 episodes is probably one of my better calls. <laughs> yeah, um, that's yeah. a 2025. We'll also be getting two, count them, two Avengers films. Avengers The Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Secret Wars is a big deal. Yes. I Look, I'll be frank. I'm more excited for Kang Dynasty because there's a good chance in that film they're coming up against Doctor Doom and also Doctor Doom casting. I think I may have mentioned it before. Doctor Doom casting. The guy who plays the priest in Midnight Mass. Because you uh, need somebody who can do a speech, who can talk yep. uh, Hamish something. You need somebody who can do a speech. He's not a brawler. He just needs to seem menacing. Mm-hmm. And his performance as um, Father Pruitt in Midnight Mass is one of the all-time performances, I reckon. And he would okay. be brilliant. Right. But 
You guys seem very, very pumped for Secret Wars. Do tell. Yeah. I, actually, I, don't, I don't know much about Secret Wars. What, the, what are they warned about? Keep it I only know little bits and pieces, like the basic, like I didn't read any of the comics and stuff, but it's one of those ones that like, it's one of those arcs where, especially when the MCU was like really kicking into gear where people were like, this is one that like we would love to see and we'll never get it. Yeah. But they said that about Civil War and they did that. Like it's it's um, that kind of thing. And the fact that it's an Avengers movie as well is pretty so exciting. What happened? Like what's like it's, very broad strokes? What happens to Secret Wars? It's <sighs> all scroll stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I believe That's it. That's what I thought. Okay. And yep. Illuminati and yep. multiverse fuckery. Yes. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's it's basically the one that we're like, where, where people were like, I think this is that's going to be the movie. What pe- uh, people thought Multiverse of Madness is, was going to be in terms of cameos and just wild things that happen. I think that's going to be that movie. I kind of hope they don't go too wild with cameos. I feel like. Phase four was very reliant on cameos. Very reliant. It's like, yeah, no, we've seen we've seen these people. It, it was cool, but let's stop. Please, but please. I think it's gonna be outside of even it more. It would be so. cool though if we see a scroll version of like Tony Stark come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, yeah. no, I'm in. I I or, um, yeah. Or because of the multiverse fuckery that's going on, we see Hugh Jackman one last time. Oh, that would be fun. I'd like that. I, I still re- I still really want to see Chris Evans come back as um that could That's happen. Fireboy. I don't know what the name's Trimander. What's um, Johnny Johnny, Bla- Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Johnny Blaze, the Human Torch. Yeah, yeah. Human, to- but, human Torch. That's the one. Catch yeah, your name. Yeah, the Human Torch, and he also and he interacts with Chris Evans as Captain America. And it's just a really weird moment of like Michael Chiklis gets to put on his big oh. foam of things. Oh my god, again. he's gone on record as saying Michael Chiklis. Oh, he's gone on record as saying that he would love to. He would love to come back as. Human Torch, and I'm like, that's the way you do read, it. Read between the lines. He's come back and said, "Hey guys, I would like a check in the mail." Yeah, basically, the Shield's Michael Chiklis. Okay, isn't getting all those residuals from DVD sales off the Shield anymore? Okay. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm laying into Michael Chiklis, enemy of the show. Wow. Okay. A poor man's Hank Schrader. I can't remember the name. The actor who plays Hank Schrader in Breaking <laughs> Bad, but still, he's a poor version of him. I'm 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 fucking through. I'm halfway through the trilogy trilogy of fear beer. I'm slurring my words. I'm picking fights with men much bigger than me. Yeah. Whatever. All your New fear. York probably. Um, fear beer. Yeah, there's a bunch of films missing from this list. For me, the most glaring one is Shang Chi too, because Shang Chi is in my top tier of Marvel films. I fucking love it, and that bus scene is so it's bad. It's so good. The music drops in. Holy shit! I can hear that it in my song. head right now. Run it by oh, DJ God Snake. Oh. Um, it's a jam. We're missing that. We're also missing X-Men. Yes. Because X-Men are coming. Yeah. Um, we know that. Look, I'm, I'm not going to say too much because there is a... Um, I'm not, I'm not going to say too much about it because it will start ruining a few of the TV shows that have come out. Yeah. But they're coming. They're, they're coming. coming. They're coming. Um, what do you guys want from X-Men? <laughs> Uh, mm, I want them to. One. I want them to not do Jean Grey, Dark Phoenix shit. Just yeah. no Jean Grey. Fuck, fuck yeah. that off. I'm just leave it controversial. I don't want to see Wolverine. Oh, okay. I think yeah. as, a, as a society, we've moved past the need of the Claw Man. Get out of here. We know. Oh, you're indestructible. Oh, I do want to see him fight the Hulk though. Ah, I can't have it all. No, you know what? Fuck it. If I want that, I'll read a comic. You know, I, I'm a <laughs> adult. 
I can live. That's an interesting. I, I don't hate that idea, to be honest. I think that's it's yeah for them to just sort of focus on some ones that maybe didn't get the the love that they deserved, like Cyclops, maybe. And I know you've already been in Marvel films before. I know this isn't the best idea I've ever had, but as Charles Xavier, the dude who plays Dean Pelton in Community. Oh my god! I just have to think oh. of skinny bald men. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. That's Could you it. imagine him like doing something and yelling out Jesus wept? <laughs> and Jesus <laughs> wept. <laughs> and that man's got a goddamn range. He's an Oscar winner, that man. Also, um, uh, Al- Alison Brie from Community should make yes. a really good Sea Storm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Well, the- so, so would Emily Blunt, but. I love fan, ca- fan casting. That's all it's we the do. best. It's the best. <laughs> Video games need more actors in them, so we can fan cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I from from X Men, I want Beast to be cool. I just want him to be cool. Uh, yep, that's I'm all I so- ask. I'm sorry. Are you saying Kelsey Grammer's not cool? You son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> I um, swear to God, I'm about to rain upon you like so, so many tossed salads and scrambled eggs, sir. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. I don't know. I feel like he was missing a certain something in in previous movies. I feel like yeah. I feel like there was a little bit of what makes Beast such a fun character. I think, just... I think he's kind of a boring character. I want the X Men that they come up with it to be a really dumb side characters. But I also want Multiple Man. Multiple Man is really cool. Let's get, like Jubilee. Cool... Let's get Jubilee in this shit. There's like a cool newer wave of X Men characters, and I think a lot of people's basis of of understanding for X Men is. The movie, so you think of Jean Grey and, and Wolverine and Beast and yada, yada, yada. Or the cartoon as well. Um, X-Men 94 or whatever, the new series coming out. 97. Oh, my Heck God. Yeah. The idea of that is so fun. Yeah. Um, but, look, we'll, yeah, we'll get X-Men. Joel, I'm going to leave this one for you. Young Avengers, you kind of sold me on the idea. What's your lineup? Uh, okay. Young Avengers, obviously, we got Miss Marvel. We got America Chavez. From Multiverse of Madness, who I want more of her because, like, the fact that she's a relatively new character in the Marvel canon anyway, from what I understand, and the fact that her superpower is she can punch through time and space. Can I say something about that? In multiple dimensions. She punches star-shaped holes. Can we just make them circles? No, make them circles, make them squares, make them a hexagon. I don't care because it looks like a cat's anus. She got a star on her jacket. It's got to be a star. Get a new star. fucking jacket, Joel. Get a new fucking jacket. It's branding. <laughs> she's got that. She's got the marketing down. Are you saying because I'm superhero SEO Kojima down? Pro- I'm wearing my Kojima Productions jumper, which you can see if you uh, watch us on Twitch.tv forward slash Story Mode AUS. I'm wearing my Kojima Productions jumper like an absolute shill. Follow me, Kojima. Are you saying that if I could punch holes in time and space, this weird skull man? <laughs> He's going to be the that shape. Would no, be of course not. Fucking right. sick! It would be cooler than a fucking star. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm wearing my Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker T-shirt. If I were to punch a hole in time and space, would it be this funky ass logo? It would yeah, be exactly. Less confusing than the story of Endwalker. Mine would be. <laughs> mine would just be the lineup for 2019 yeah. good things. That's that's <laughs> that's mine at the moment. It's all on the back. The entire lineup. It's, it's the whole just thing. Just crawling through a big thing that says Ocean Grove or something. <laughs> <laughs> a day to remember. But like, I, I don't know. The stars, it, it's something very minor, but it annoyed the shit because it looked like some sort of celestial cat anus. 
it's very comic booky, and I, I like yeah, that. Sure. But um, so on top of that, we've got I look, just like R- looking R- at all R- the other Williams? exactly. Uh-huh. So we've got yep. Ironheart coming in there as well. Um, the rumors are going around constantly, and I don't know what's happening with Sony and Disney with the whole Spider Man thing. But if it was to happen. I mean, Tom Holland would still be, a, like, technically, you could get away with him being a young He'll Avenger. He'll be 37 years old. <laughs> he looks like he's 12. It's fine. They could recast him as Charles Xavier by that point. He, he's, he, he looks like he's 12. But the, the, like, there's also the rumors going around that if they do keep going down the live-action route with, with Spider-Man, when do we see Miles? And that would be a great addition there as well, having, like, Miles Morales show up. Um it's, that would be quite to do it. Exactly. Like there's there's so many like young Avengers I'm I'm pretty keen on just having like these new characters getting to step into cuz like nobody like really before the movies nobody gave a shit about Iron Man. Like Iron yeah, Man was a junk true. character. He was just like exactly. Iron Man was like D tier exactly. character. So yeah. like no one cares. It's cared, like making and a post film and your main character's Venom off. It's like yeah. yeah. All right. Exactly. Cool, but all right. <laughs> So yeah, I, I I'm excited to have like that like fresh blood and see what, and plus oh and then we've got um Kate Bishop as well, uh coming yeah. in there and seeing I just want to see like, um America Chavez Kate Bishop and Ms Marvel just like there is one off each other. thing like uh, I'm just gonna mention this before we move to the next topic. There is one thing that could derail all of Kevin Feige. Hey, pronounce his surname. Surname Feige. 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 Dr. Marvel himself, Daddy Marvel, <laughs> there's one thing that could ruin all of his plans, and that was that goddamn Venom 2 after credit scene. I watched <laughs> Venom 2 recently. And also, Venom could possibly possibly be in um, Thunderbolts. That would work. Like, in the comics, it's happened before, so... Yeah. Just... It just depends on the... <sighs> Sony. It just depends on Sony. Dude who plays Venom, just chill, buddy. Just... Knock it down about twelve notches. Wait, um, um, what's his I'm name? Tom. You. Tom Brady. No, he's a football man. No, Tom. Tom oh Hardy. My, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Oh Tom my Hardy. god! I can't believe I th- blanked on that. <laughs> god damn. <laughs> just well, looking at you guys, like, what? How are you not before remembering we, before Tom we Hardy? Just absolutely scramble over more actors' names. Let's move into some actual video game news, guys. We're a video game podcast. Story about a video game podcast. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes. Wow. Let's talk about a game called <laughs> Skate. Um, I'm a big fan of skate. I'm a big fan of skateboarding games because I'm not good enough to skateboard anymore. Skate 4 has been something that people have wanted for ages and EA's come out and given us an update on it and it is a little bit different to what we expected. I'm going to read a few quotes um, as per an article from The Verge. EA's new skate is going to be a live service free-to-play skateboarding game developer Full Circle announced in a video on Thursday. Fans have been eagerly asking for some kind of Skate 3 follow-up for years, but this new title won't be the Skate 4 they might may have been expecting. Instead of a numbered iteration, Full Circle is imagining Skate, that's just the name with a dot at the end, as a, cons- as a constantly evolving world with community-created content that's easy for everyone to ollie into. Well, good, good pun, The Verge. Uh, quote, It's an authentic evolution of the franchise and taking what Skate 3 was in 2010 and bringing it to now and to the future. Darren Chung, a creative director on Skate, said in an interview with The Verge, that is not only an evolution of the franchise, but the evolution of where skateboarding is and was from 2010 to now, and also where games are from then to now. So let's stick with the whole free-to-play aspect of 
Hey, what do you guys what do you guys think of that? Not a fan. Massive, massive, massive derailment and I guess it's taken it's really taken the wind out of my sails. I was really, really looking okay. Yeah, massively. I am a huge negative Nancy in this one. Like you being a negative a Nancy? No. I know, it's crazy. It's almost <laughs> as if I'm cynical. Hmm. <laughs> I'm cynical. I'm British. I think I can make a YouTube channel out of that. No, um, make a podcast out of Brit. it. I love, I love you. I love your stuff. Please don't hate me. <laughs> um, <laughs> my point being that because it's not just hey, look, it's free to play and you get to do cool stuff as a community. It's a live service, and that is not good. Live service games very rarely pan out in the long term. Live service games will always eventually come to an end. I've seen people. A myriad of people talk about how Skate 3 is one of their favorite games to play when their internet goes down and they just go, you know what, I'm just going to mess about on a skateboard for a bit. This will be really fun. Um, I've seen so many people talk about how even now, you know, it's a good game to just pop in and play. And they were wanting more of the same from Skate 4. And so was I. That's, that's what I was really, really expecting. I wanted to see Skate 4. I wanted to see the next evolution of skate as a game without it going to a weird live service model because i don't I, want that doesn't change a live service okay, game uh, can i bring up two points one of them is it. simply final fantasy 14 the next it's a, it's an mmo yeah it's a live service game that will eventually come to an end you can't play it if the internet's not working a lot of the complaints you just had then would apply to that game and when you say Absolutely. this is going to be skate but- 4 what difference is this really going to make skate 3 isn't known for its narrative drive or anything like that it's a open world skateboarding game where you fuck around it the fact that i can fuck around this world and i'll update it every now and then i don't need it to be massive changes add a new half pipe that's better than what i would have got was normal to skate 4 it would have been like a dlc patch or whatever i i don't i know that the need like the, the the reaction to most live service games nowadays is justifiably uh, I don't know about this. Like we were talking about Skull and Bones a few weeks ago, the um, Ubisoft ship game, like shit game, because that's gonna die. Like let's be <laughs> frank, here, that's gonna die and yeah. die, and that's not even free. No. That doesn't. I, I don't see that having longevity. This being a free service, being real chill, and being quite a simple skate is a super simple game because it's just here's a skateboard, here's some ramps, have fun. But then why does that need to be online? Why why does that need to have an always online component to it? Well, an, an, MMORP, an MMORPG is a completely different beast. I know very well that, yes, there are some car- comparisons to be made, but, you know, this is a game where I, you know, I pay a recurring subscription and I have a lot of continuous interaction with friends, with strangers, that isn't comparable to... Getting on a skate. Wait, wait, wait. No, see, it's, I think you're making an assumption here because I think that's what they're trying to do. So, I I, I defend free to play games a lot and uh, and live service games a lot because games like Fortnite, yes. I've said so many times, work because they're constant updates. But also, I don't play Fortnite for the gameplay. The gameplay's fine. It's a super tight game. It's fun, and they keep making it better as well. I like can bit- autopilot it because what I do with that game is I'm hanging out with friends. Yes, if they make Absolutely. a skateboarding game. I'm hanging out with friends and literally watching them try and do runs and stuff like that. Like, imagine if there was a thing where you could video somebody. I, I love watching camera guys with a camera following somebody skating. 
Yeah. And they're trying to follow, the, attract them. If you could do that type of stuff with your friends, like bring the sense of community that you feel with um, yes. Final Fantasy fourteen to skate, that makes skate better. Skateboarding by yourself but in a game is kind of boring. Skateboarding with friends just have an online mode. Rad. Have an online mode. It doesn't have to be always online. It doesn't have to be a permanent, consistent thing. I feel... And also, again, my concerns largely also come into play with the monetization of it all because they are going to monetize it. They're not lying or being shy about that either. They're like, yeah, there's going to be monetization. And they say there's not going to be any gameplay differences. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's a goddamn skateboard game. How could you make a gameplay difference? Like... Rocket yeah, but then, then you're just then you're just taking the piss, and it's no longer skate, is yeah. it? It's that's not yeah, no, skate. That's I, something think, I think. I think. I think what you just said is it's purely cosmetic. So it's like okay, so you don't need to get it. And yeah, again, no, I'm going back absolutely. to the Fortnite model. And look, Fortnite Epic has done some predatory things, especially when the game first started. But I think they've kind of leveled out quite well. Where if you want to buy stuff, buy stuff. If you don't, don't. You're gonna have the exact same experience. It, it, it is a very inviting game that I think got a lot of bad publicity when it first started up and I think a lot of people Agreed. still have that chip on the shoulder about it. Agreed. I, I, I think Skate is the perfect game for this. Yeah. Like, I, especially the, the fact that it, it, it's free to play. This I like mm-hmm. that. I, I like the fact that, yes, it's going to be free to play, but I don't like that this feels like it's coming at an expense of what I feel like is the sort of vibe of Skate. I feel. I think. I think you and I are coming at this from completely like opposite sides, which oh, yeah, is quite interesting. Which is quite common on this podcast. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I think it's interesting that skate is so weirdly divisive now. Joel, you decide. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I. I mean, I'm. I'm very much like you, Jesse, a defender of free to play games, and I can. I can step aside and be like, okay, yeah, that one's bad. Um, I mean, I've been playing Marvel Snap the last like four or five days and that's got some pretty big monetization stuff in it but i'm still playing it i haven't put any money into it but i'm still playing it because it's a really Mm. fun game and the the central gameplay hook is great if they still make skate as the central gameplay hook of as it's always been not that i have much connection to it because i never really i never played skate i was always a tony hawk boy um and i just i just never got (laughs) around to skate yeah, I just never got around to skate. I always heard how great it was. I just never got around to it. Um, but yeah, like th- 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 if if they keep that same vibe of those games in this thing, and then adding in things like being able to hang out with your friends in like which is what online games are, especially for younger people these days. The, the younger people have lived through are living through a fucking global pandemic Wait, where they what? have. The, <laughs> sorry, sit down, Jesse. I'm sorry. I thought we were bad news for you. <laughs> oh boy, strap yourself in. First, um, my sense of taste has gone, and now this bomb shell. <laughs> well, um, yeah, clearly you're defending Skate being an always online service. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna slap, I'm gonna slap uh, you. I'm sorry. I, 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 wow. I, oh, you. I, I don't I like online to. games. Oh my god, Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, yeah, it's good having taste. You wouldn't know, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Jesus, you and, um, your, you and your complex palette. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, if they can keep that like that vibe of being able to just jump on, and it's like the game is good on its own. But the reason why people are just 
going bananas for it is because it's a way to connect. It's a way to hang out with their friends. And it's a way for people to hang out and connect with their friends in a way that they might not be able to do in real life. Because I always love the idea of skateboarding, but I hate hurting myself. So <laughs> I never did it. That was the one thing that detracted me from it. I was like, oh, I could break bones like that. Like there's no, that's not happening. Um, and I always wished I'd sort of maybe just done it and had a go at it. But, yeah, like that's why I, I gravitated towards playing Tony Hawk and skateboarding games because I was like, oh, I can do it here. It's fine. So being able to do that with friends, uh, if I like putting, you know, 11, 12-year-old Joel into that situation and that scenario in modern day. I think that's that's a that's a great idea. Um, for one, don't skate because that's how I lost the tooth. It's skateboarding okay. is an absolute trap. It's a, it's yep. it's a joke. Just stay at home, lay on the couch. Simon, did you play skate? I played a little bit of skate three, but you wouldn't um, say you're like a big skate fan, right? Not not a huge. You're probably more like, more for Final Fantasy fan, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Where, yeah where's okay, this no, going? No. You th- is that maybe why you're defending one thing and not defending the other, which are essentially the same services? But because they're not. You, but you there's... have that connection to Final Fantasy, so you play play with your friends, and it's more of a way of connecting. I know you love the gameplay and everything like that, but it, but it's really the biggest one. Of the biggest draw cards of it is you get to communicate with your friends, hang out with them. I know you got a lot of mates and stuff overseas, and it's a good way to you know sit down, talk shit with them. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. That's what that this is going to give to me with skate, and I think I don't have to, to fall into the monetization thing. When it comes to the whole always online thing, same with Final Fantasy fourteen, the live server stuff, same with Final Fantasy fourteen. I think they're quite bare bones, take away the story, take away the gameplay. Da, da, da. They're very similar services being offered here. They are live I... service games that are always online that eventually one day will end. Okay, I have a few. Well, that's a shame because I'm the host. I'm going to move on to the next point. Um, <laughs> Touche. So I've got some more quotes here. Uh, I wasn't sure in my head. I'm like, will I actually continue here? Yeah, I am. Um, Now, look, there is... I do have some concerns about this, and this is one of them. I'm going to get another quote (laughs) regarding the launch. (laughs) They were asked, you know, what's the launch going to look like? Because for a a live service, free-to-play game, launch is important. It needs to come out of the gates with a bang. Quote, I think the word launch... Is an interesting word for us because of the way we are developing the game and the fact that we want to get players' feedback very, very early. Isabel Mercard, head of product, product management on Skate, says, We are very, sorry, we are just very flexible with what's going to be the list of things that will be available at launch because I think that it will depend. It will depend on what our fans are telling us, to be honest. I can't share that list with you because we want to build it with our players' feedback. There's, oh my God, there's so many goddamn red lights there. Yeah. Uh, red lights, red flags. The, the one of the worst questions I've mean, heard is, I think the word launch is an interesting word for us. Oh my God, that's real uh, skull and bones well, territory there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, this is a thing that I also want to bring up is the fact that not only is it a live service, it's a live service from EA, okay? Like, mm, that's immediately like the biggest red flag you can ask for just shy of it being an Activision Blizzard product called Diablo and it's on your mobile because God you don't want, You're these games damn. being made by like predatory companies who are making like NFTs and stuff like that. Um, sorry, Simon, go on. <laughs> I, lo- I love this skate. <laughs> oh my God. I, I didn't think skate was going to be the game <laughs> that caused the war. This is like, 
Man, I got away unscathed by saying that I liked like Phase Four of like this MCU. Like I got, yeah, I got yeah, this isn't... Skate was the one that that's that's yeah, Skate Joel, wow. it. Joel, because it's because you're not in my house, this house often, this temple that I've built. Okay? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You're a guest okay. at the moment. Simon should know better. Right. That's fair. I, I, I to be fair, the conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to be fair, though, like, yes, EA have been yeah. pretty terrible. I think of recent memory, they're starting to turn over a new leaf. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm attentively when, saying when they that. Won but worst company in America over like Monsanto and stuff like that, like actual evil, evil, evil yeah. companies. I think they they have tried to get a little bit better. And look, yeah, they're making. Steps in the right direction. Still, they've got a long way to go to win back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Win, ba- absolutely. win that back. But, but I think in the same vein, I'm not going to judge just, you know, you can't just paint, you know, tar the game with the same brush because, oh, it's an EA game, therefore bad. I, no, I, no, I think that gets the, a little bit of a dangerous territory. My, my issue isn't so much that, like, oh, it means that the developers are, you know, doing... No, I, I think the developers are trying to go for one particular thing and it will be the higher-up management that are interfering and making this turn into something it doesn't need to be or should be. And I feel like that is where some of, some of the discrepancies are coming in. What? Because if you have a look at some of the previous trailers, they talk about how happy and how passionate they are about what it is that they're making, and all of the responses seem really good, really but positive. You're making Everyone the assumption really on board. You're making a really big assumption that this isn't their idea. Like, Yeah, I am. What... Okay, here's a question for you before we just go to the last point and then we move on to it. Are you getting angry at me about Stray? Are you going to say that you don't like cats? <laughs> now, here's my question yeah, for you. Yeah, the, if, if, this wasn't a free, if this wasn't a live service game, it was just a, a regular skate for whatever, pay for it, yada, yada, yada. What makes that better? Like, as a consumer, what am I getting more? Well, I mean, the same as with any other sequel to any other single player game. You'd get things like updated gameplay modes, maps. Wait, wait, wait. Um, uh, why wouldn't we get it with this? Why wouldn't because we get you're assuming that EA is going to continue to support a product for more than about six no, months. But that's that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking Oopsie. about at, at launch. Like you're saying it's going to be updated gameplay. Yeah, we've already seen it. We've already seen updated gameplay for this. There's going to be new modes. There's already they've already announced new modes. We're getting yeah. everything that we would get from a sequel. Again, this. Isn't a sequel per se like sport games, which Skate essentially is. Their sequels aren't really sequels; they're roster updates. You get a few new maps. A few I, I new agree with that about, about no narrative sports thread, games you know, like, Hey, I'm Stevie Skateboard. Remember me from the Skate One? I'm back. I've broken all my bones. I've been glued back together. <laughs> but right, but that, that's the thing. Is like, yes, with sports games overall, I I agree. I think that's a fair fair point to make. But I don't think skate falls into that. I feel like it falls into more of a, like a, a playground, more of a more of a simulator than it does a sports game. I feel like, in much the same way, a lot of people will buy a GTA game to just run around and wreak havoc. Oh. Much the same thing with with skate. You run around and see how many bones you can break. Yeah, and you can still do that. Like. It's, yeah. yeah, but it's, it's like Fortnite. It's- Fortnite is like a battle royale, but there is so much more going on under the surface that you don't even oh. have to. The amount, the amount of times I've been playing that game, and I'm like, oh shit, there's oh the circles coming in. Well, I've been doing something else, like the mechanics of the game, quests and doing things. 
Yeah, like it's yeah. I, and I, I, yeah. The the thing is, I'm not saying that it's not going to work, but my point is that I think it is important to have a fair bit of cynicism towards it because I don't feel like this is in the spirit of what Skate is known for. The community surrounding Skate are very much against this live service approach. They're very much against how this is looking overall. You're shaking your head to disagree with me. As somebody who's part of that community who loves Skate, I can, I can, I can flatly disagree with that. Okay, you are you yelling I've at seen... me to get off your grass right now, old man? Okay, <laughs> I've I'm welcome just to the future, old man. I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Let me move, move on to the, the one other thing. Because I, look, I do have some criticism of this game. Okay, I will get to that. But one of the new features they're bringing in um, is called the Collabo Zone, which is a shit name. Luckily, it's a working title. That's a terrible fucking. <laughs> it's name. a working title. Oh, I remember. This is the worst in-game like name for something since um, Battlefield had um, Levolution. I, I had to write an article about that years ago. God, and every time revolution. I wrote the word Levolution, I wanted to fucking break my computer. Verticality um, as well. But again, from The Verge, one feature the developers were excited about was what they call, quote, Collabo Zones, in brackets, a working title, which are areas that can be collaboratively built by players and appear in other people's worlds. In Thursday's video, Full Circle showed us some examples, including an absolutely massive ramp and a structure that looked like a skyscraper tall pachinko board. Quote, You don't know when you jump into the city what's being built, what was built, or what's going on. Chong said, You jump in and it's like, oh shit, what is that? Like a human p- p- human plinko wall? I don't even know what that is. I need to go check that no, out. Yeah, what? And collabo zones you it's- make will appear in the world for other people in real time. So look, I think they are taking a little bit of the, the um, like zaniness from your Tony Hawks and adding it to to skate, which is a little Did, bit different. Look, we can't sit here and be like, oh no, skate is skate is a, a game of culture. No, there was a mode where you basically it was burnout crash mode and you had to break all your bones. Like it is a yeah, dumb yeah, yeah. fun the, game. The whole of me. That yeah, was, it was it, it, the uh, that best to, part I of skate three by amazing. far. Um, but I kind of like this whole like the community vibe of it. It's like. You're building your skate park. You can you can go off and do some real dumb shit. You brought up GTA before. One of the funnest things in that game is you find a very big jump and you work at what's the dumbest thing I can drive with that? And then you spend an hour, you know, chaining about eight tow trucks together and then you ramp it and it's fun. I want this game to have that same feel. I can go to the skate park and, you know, practice my kickflip and stuff like that because the mechanics are pretty tight in skate games. But I want to be able to go do that. Like, imagine the three of us playing it and we're watching Joel do it. Like that's fun. That's hanging out with your mate at some sort of absolute Willy Wonka skate park. I'm not going to bring up Charlie Tiger Factory again. Okay, I'm bad. Not again. Okay. Not again. Dumb, what, okay, a dumb, okay. what a dumb place. <laughs> no, right. Anyway, let's move. <laughs> All right. I do have a few, few points I want to make about this game. Um, Again, needs massive day one content. There's, there needs to be enough because the next wave of content will take a while and whether that's coming from the devs themselves or the community, the community is going to take time to work out what works and what doesn't. And that's when you suck in the really good content that can take about three to six months. As we saw with games like dreams, it takes a while for people to work out exactly what's going to work there. I really want the ability to film friends skating. Cause I think you could do a really cool akin to photo mode games that have a good photo mode. They last long. They are in the zeitgeist for a long time because of social media. So I'm and thinking of like Spider Man when when Spider Man first came out. These games like that, you know, it could have come out and been in the zeitgeist for a month. It was there for six months because people were still posting photos. I still follow a bunch of, of, of mm. accounts that post 
gaming focus from that, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon, things like that. If they can make a really cool like editing suite That's where you it. could film your friends and chuck it all together and put a bunch of music on it, that's dope as hell because a big part yep. of skateboarding culture is sort of that bring bring back the mid two thousand skate compilation. Well, that brings next yes. point. The soundtrack on this has to fucking slap. Okay? Oh, agree. Yeah, because absolutely. Like, I love Tony Hawk games, but really, the skateboarding and the gameplay is the cream on the top. I'm playing it to listen to the soundtrack. Really, when the remake <clears> came <throat> out, played the shit out of it, loved it. But you know, after a while, I burnt out. If that didn't have the same soundtrack, it just had some generic rock, I would have played it twice and been like, I'm done. Yep. There are some decent pop punk bands out there that I haven't heard yet. I want to hear them. <laughs> I, it has been a long, long time since a video game has introduced me to a new band. The last time with Low Roar and Death Stranding. They're fantastic. Yeah. That's the last time that happened. Okay? Yep. We're past that disgusting part of like, you know... 2010 to 2015 where every game had a wolf mother song on it go further back than that okay show us the next yellow card show us the next new, you know new fan glory there's some good bands there's good bands in australia paperweight and shit get them on that's my that is my dare to skate developers you heard me Dan Atlantic. Sons of bitches <laughs> See, exactly we could just like dropping a bunch of australian bands all of our friends bands oh, bring them on there hell yeah hell yeah well there was a couple of australian acts that got put on the the Tony Hawk's one and two remake as well. Yeah, like badass. Alex Leahy was on that, and I <gasps> oh, fucking yeah, love was. Alex Leahy, oh. and so good. Like she's the best. Um, so yeah, like it's already it's already happening. Like oh my god, yeah, I it needs to have an absolute banger of a soundtrack, and I think it also, I think it needs to, you need to span a whole bunch of genres as well. I think you really need yeah, to like yeah. you need to have. Okay, yeah, cool. Like we want that like. People like us that are like associate skateboarding with that kind of music. Um, that's that's yeah. All no, give me good, rock, like, pump, pop, punk, hip hop. Give me everything techno, dance, yeah. electronica. Yep, yep. Just put it all in there and just get all these like I don't know up and coming people just to do stuff on there. F- fuck it, have a competition like run competitions like have your song featured in skate. Like that's a good shout. Let's start a band. Like Let's do it. I'm down. I'm down. It's like the seventh. Of, think- it's like the eighth I've ever started. <laughs> I, think, I think what would be really cool is if they had like an in-game, um, I guess sort of like the the radio wheel in GTA Five, yeah, where you select your genre and that's it. You just let it play, and it's a curated playlist of like I don't know maybe about fifty, sixty songs per genre. So good, shuffles so them good. every time. Like, I think that would be amazing. And being a live service, one of the one of the um, good sides of that, Simon. If you could constantly update this playlist, maybe have a yeah, rotating list of songs. Also, so now, the Simon, next topic, part of that, they could also remove all of your favorite bring, songs. Bring back EA tracks. Issues. EA tracks, baby. All bring right, let's back. move on to the last topic of the evening. This has been an honestly did not expect Skate to be the game that did this. Broke us apart. <laughs> Absolutely broke us apart. Well, I mean, it wasn't going to be straight, That was the was iceberg. It? 125 episodes in, there's been a big skateboard iceberg and our Titanic unsinkable podcast <laughs> hit it. Split in two. I'm on one side, Simon on the other side, Joel's hanging on between the middle, and Keelan's falling off the back end of the propeller. Yeah. God damn. Cool. All right. Yeah. I'm playing violin as the ship goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Stray. Stray, otherwise known as the cat game. Uh, Stray came out last week. It's a, a cat. It is, it is a cat game from Blue, Blue 12 Studios. It is free, quote-unquote. 
on PlayStation Plus for the upper tier, whatever extra or essential or whatever it is. Um, you play as a little little orange ki- kitty cat. Uh, you f- you basically you fall into like a cyberpunk robotic slum and you need to escape. Um, you have your little buddy, uh, his name's B12, and there are a bunch of robots uh, known as companions that are around. You speak to them, well, B12 speaks, speaks to them. You solve some basic puzzles and you do a lot of platforming because you're a cat, so you're jumping all over everything. It sounds simple, but this is one of the most beautiful and philosophical and deep and mesmerizing games I've ever fucking played. This is a legit game that you contender. I've been in a massive funk with gaming lately. Believe it or not, I hide it well in this podcast. But I haven't been able to play anything <laughs> lately. I, 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 I dip in and out of games. I just haven't found anything that clicked. Like, I still haven't finished Elden Ring. I still have a lot of Horizon to go. I didn't really touch Monster Hunter. I didn't really touch Kirby. But I've played Stray and there's a few games that I've played in, in, in the past that have kind of got me out of funks, and these are games that have stuck with me. So you guys have heard me talk about Inside. I, I will not shut up about that game. It's on Game Pass now. Please play it. Um, out of Wilds, also on Game Plus. Please play it. These are the games that got me out of funks, and they stick with me, and there's something about them. And one day I will sit down, and I'll work at every single game that's done it, and I'll work at the common thread. That, that that has spoken to me and I'll work th- that way I will be able to work out what, the, what is my favorite game ever and I'm going to tailor it all to my to what I need it's going to be fantastic can't be fucked doing that though because I've, I've, I've got I've to play Stray it's short it's only about five hours long I think I'm quite close to the end I will be platinuming this game it is simple but it just works on this weird level when I first saw the game it was announced at E3 years ago. And it was like, oh, yeah. cat game. Yay, cat. Yay. And I think, look, I've never owned a cat. I've always been a dog person. I've had dogs all my life, except for now. Um, I never had a cat. Never didn't really like them, really. But uh, I've met a few of my friends' cats, and I'm starting to like them, little cute things. Actually, before the podcast, I was at the front, I saw a little white cat, and I came up and gave them little scratches. Um, but this is, is sort of change my mind i think the internet really warps your expectation of a cat game i think it's gonna be all full of memes and you know, be over the top and like oh my god how quirky this game takes itself really seriously and you buy into it you're not just a dumb fucking cat out there having stupid fun there's a a journey to be had and it's like a journey of like self-discovery via a cat it, this game has like themes about like community and, and i don't know what is it to be a human being <laughs> and what is the legacy that you will leave it is deep and it's hauntingly beautiful but also a lot of fun now that you guys haven't played it yet right yeah i've no i haven't really played it i haven't but, played it at all yeah um there is one very important thing that i really want to bring up dedicated Meow button. Yes, there is, and every time you do it, it's a slightly different meow, and I love it. And you yeah. go to pe- you can you are a cat in this game. Like I can't stress how much of a cat you are in this game. There are certain like context sensitive areas where you can go up and just like tear up the carpet or just scratch on the door. No point. Yeah. There's no rhyme. Or also, look, it sometimes helps you solve a few puzzles. 
but essentially there's no real rhyme or reason. If you're walking past along a ledge and there's like a paint can on it, you just knock it over. You're a cat. You can knock it off. Fuck. Yeah. 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 It, it's I think so much fun. And that's the thing. From from what I've seen of the game, it seems like it really encourages you to sort of just play around a little bit. Like, yes, you are in a somber, sad environment, but it's not completely depressing. You know, like there it's, is it's shocking amount of hope in this game. So, okay, yeah, one of my favorite parts of this game. I love a robot. I love a. I love a real simple looking robot, and the companions, what they're called, are just very downtrodden, living in the slums, doing the best they can. They they see you as a bit of an outsider when you first get there, but then you know they they'll open the door for you. They they are very very human robots. They're actually one of the, some of the most human characters i've seen in the game which is is really really strange but it creates this world where look there are there are enemies and there are these little like mousy blob things they're called zerks like, like bloody jerks you know what i mean uh, and they oh, chase you around and those, those, those moments are tense those moments are, are genuinely heart-poundingly tense not hard but tense because you care okay. for this cat so much but when you're with within like friendly areas and you're meeting people for the first time like it sounds there's a really small thing they've done with this game and it makes me so happy I, I think it's a really beautiful way to, to, to do this when you meet a new character when you when you find a character in a normal game it would be like press square to speak to John you know talk to John mm. doesn't have that the first time you speak to them or say anything to them it says meet you've never met these people I before. like that you meet them, they may, t- they may tell you a line, they may give you a bit of a hint, you may be able to barter with them, you may be able to show them something. It's a really small thing, but it makes the world seem friendly. So as you talk to more and more people, the area feels a little bit safer and you feel a little bit more confident going into certain alleyways and stuff. Because again, you're a cat. Some things seem a little bit intimidating. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of perplexed with how much I love this game. Yeah. Also the soundtrack, oh my God, it's like a... Neo jazz soundtrack. It, it it is is it is an all timer. Okay. Like this is something that I, once I finish the game, I will be adding it to my Spotify or wherever I can listen to, it and I'll be listening to it a lot. I I am very interested in playing it. Um, I I mean, personal reasons aside, I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, I've got a bit of a bias about not playing it because it it. Did me dirty in my fantasy video games league team. So, but, um, cause I counterpicked it cause I didn't think it was coming out this year. And, uh, so it, it, it bit me on the backside, but <laughs> I had every intention of playing this at some point. I just haven't, I just haven't got around to it yet. Cause I've got about six other things that I'm playing at the moment. Um, and most of them are Monster Hunter, but, uh, yeah, 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 but it's, um, yeah, it, it always looked fascinating to me. I love the visual look of, that world um and yeah it's a cat it used to be a cat like that's and that's why i keep hearing the the biggest thing i keep hearing from people is just like i think greg miller put it best is like it's it is the most accurate cat simulator game like out there like it is you are very accurately portraying a cat which is pretty cool yeah and that that's something that i sort of appreciate is the fact that it is just a normal cat. It's not like a super cat or a magic cat or anything. It's just a cat. Yep. And I have two cats, and they're both 
such fucking idiots. Yep. And if in, if they were in this sort of situation, I would imagine they'd probably just find the first comfy bed that was safe and warm and dry, and that's where they would be. Yeah. Yep. Mine would find the mine would find some chicken. Yeah. Sniff out chicken. Yeah, like that's probably about it. It'd be yeah. hanging out the back of the KFC. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's where he'd be. Like that's what he does. But um, yeah, I, I I am I'm very interested in playing this game, but don't know when. It's somewhat ironic that in the game Stray, one of the cool things that people are talking about is um you can walk over keyboards as a cat and it just like types gibberish on the screen and you can like, you know, really fuck up people's computer. And apparently that just happened to me because my internet just died. Hence, Simon and Joel have been sent back to their respective worlds. Um, but just to quickly wrap up on, on, on Stray, um, highly recommend this game to anyone. It's it's really meditative. It, it, it's a slow burn, but it's a pretty short game. Like I said earlier, about five hours long. It's not what you probably think it is. Try and go into this as, as blind as possible. Um, I've been streaming this a little bit. I've been streaming this along with uh, my good friend Bianca. You can follow her on Twitch at NoHoneyJustB. B is just the letter B. Uh, she's been playing the game and really, really enjoying it. She has a cat, <laughs> which is probably making her enjoy the game on a different level. And I think... She's been pointing out to me all the behaviors of this cat. It's an unnamed cat. I, I've called mine Garfield Jr. for obvious reasons because Garfield is an absolute king. But she's pointing out all the realism of the cat. And it, it's super endearing. I, I believe the cat's actually based on one of the developer's own cats. So, look, come for the cats, stay for the existential and philosophical ramifications of humanity. It's it, it a thinker, this game. And it, it again, not what I expected. But I may have some more thoughts about that in future. And if you want to hear those facts in future, maybe you should follow us on Spotify and iTunes. You can jump on there, subscribe, and leave us a review while you're there. Also, check out Joel's podcast, Dialogue Options. Absolutely fantastic to have him on the podcast more and more lately. Um, and as always, a big thank you to the Fan Critical Podcast Network for their support, keeping our proverbial lights on. I actually bought a new light. I bought a key light, which you can see on Twitch at AUS. Come give us a follow. You can see us play some games. We're doing some Monster Hunter lately, which actually we may have to take a break from that because Simon needs a bit of a break. But I'll be playing Finish Up Stray. I think it may start Jack and Daxter, the greatest game franchise ever made. Uh, and of course, we've got our AFL streams. And I've got a few other ones in the works. Uh... You can also follow us at Summer at AUS on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up to date with all the all the nonsense and guffaws we're up to. All the all the all the uh, I, I could try to think of a bit of a funner word, but I got nothing. It's fun. Come come give us a follow. Um, you can also follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at JC Spanner and Simon's at SI421. Come give us some love. Come tell us why you like the cat game so much. Uh, just want to thank again uh, Joel from Dialogue Options. Go give them some love and Simon. Hello, I'm Simon from Devonshire. That was that was my Simon. Uh, so I thank them both for joining in, and everyone on uh, Twitch in the chat for jumping in. Apologies if you're listening. If you're listening to this podcast and you are in the chat, I don't think there's going to be a mu- much crossover in that Venn Ven diagram. But apologies for the technical issues. Um, we'll be back next week, bigger and better than ever. But in the meantime, stay safe, play some games, and we'll see you next week. Bye.
Ah, falei que louco.